0: Welcome to another episode of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brandon Dixon. I am a happily married man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am joined by none other than the Honorable, the Reverend Slim Rev, a.k.a. Joshua
1: Ezzy. What's good, BD? How you feeling, my brother?
0: Hey, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. I'm here. I'm alive. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good episode. It's going to be a good episode. How about yourself?
1: All is well over here, man. Just, you know, staying at it. You know, fighting a good fight, my brother. Hey,
0: that's what we got to do, man. That's what we got to do. Hey, sometimes you take stuff for granted, man. Sometimes yeah. you take for granted being here and being alive. And you look at what happened to Kobe Bryant last weekend. Yeah. Hey, man, it gives you a new appreciation on life.
1: Yeah, man. I saw a meme that says, man, coming home is is one of those things we take for granted.
0: Exactly. I saw that, too. I was like, man, you ain't never lied. Like, shoot, Kobe just uh, you know, he was getting on a helicopter like he does, like, done hundreds of times and ended up, you know, not coming home. So you have to take that for granted. Every time I go to work and I come home, like that's a blessing.
1: Like, yeah. And, and I think those little blessings, no, those not even little blessings, but those blessings that we overlook are the biggest ones. It, you don't know how big a blessing is until that blessing is not there no more. Right.
0: And Then you look at, you know, sometimes people, <clears throat> you know, look at God and they're like, hey, why am I not, you know, getting this or getting that or, you know, uh, you know, looking for certain kinds of blessings and you don't think about like, hey, you never know what obstacle, you know, could have taken you out on the way home that God prevented from happening. So, you know, God, God's working behind the scenes. He's he's making stuff happen for us. And like I said, those little things are blessings, too. So and it definitely makes you think about all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, man. Unless you also know, man, that it doesn't matter how much money you have or don't have. Death is a common denominator. And you just got to make sure you're ready at all times and make sure that you're living a life, man. Like, like one thing I appreciate about Kobe, man, he was being a father. You see what I'm saying? He was taking his daughter and that's what, that's what uh was sad. The most sad was <clears throat> that his daughter was on the plane. Man. And, and, and I think if there's any way that, that a person can go out is doing what they know they are supposed to be doing. Right. And that's being a family man. That's getting his daughter to the game. And it's unfortunate, man. Um, So Kobe's definitely one of those players, man, that I really um, admire because I think we share the same kind of tenacity, same kind of greatness and competitiveness. Um, But I really like I really like Kobe's man uh, post career. I was watching a lot of his videos before he passed and he was a very insightful guy. and um and his and his work ethic and mindset was very intriguing and uh, admirable and it's just unfortunate man because i think the post his his next 20 years his next career was probably going to outshine the five championships man because anything you do physical is amazing but what you do with your intellect what you do with creativity um post something that you've mastered for a period of time man now he was about to have an amazing career
0: Yeah, man. And and that's that's what makes it tough is because, I mean, you know, he's especially his post uh, NBA career. Like you said, he was representing a lot of the things that we want to push and we want to represent here on the Good Guys podcast. You know, (laughs) Uh, having a wife, you know, being, you know, in a a healthy guy. Well, I don't know if it was a healthy relationship, uh, taking care (laughs) of your kids, you know, being a good uh, parent. Being a good husband, that kind of thing. So he was doing those things. He was handling his responsibilities. He was killing it, you know, in the business world. So you hate to see something happen uh, to someone who's doing the right things. Uh, we definitely do hear the Good Guys podcast. And growing up as bo- as Hoopers, both of us played ball growing up. Like man, it's tough. It's tough. It's to lose Somebody and like Kobe, man.
1: A lot of a lot of men was shaken, were shook because yeah. this is one of those things. Some people may not understand, but this 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 event. What happened on that Sunday? I will always remember what I had on, where I was at, what I was doing, because we came, we were old enough to see Jordan, but we weren't, we weren't old enough to understand Jordan. You know what I'm saying? And so when Kobe came in, it was like our uncles and dads and that he, he, he was our Jordan. And so we was able to watch his entire, I mean, when he first took Brandy to the prom, we was there. We was like, hold up, bro. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. And then, I mean, anytime you transcend, uh, the game of basketball into everyday life, I mean, every time you throw a football, everybody say, I moused them. When you shoot a, ba- a trash, a, a ball of paper into the trash can, everybody said, Kobe. And that's when you know it's more than basketball, that you have such an imprint that, that I, I don't even, I, I'm, I'm not shooting a ball in the trash can anymore. Bruh, I nah, did it. Nah, you kind of like, have to.
0: Yeah, I did it this past week. I mean, you know, I bought up a piece of paper and I was like, what am I to do with this? There's a trash can right over there. I mean, I could, yeah, I'm sure, I could just put it in the trash can, but like, I mean, who, wh- who, what kind of hooper would I be if I just placed it in the trash can? Where, what has my life become if I just placed this yeah. in the trash can? As a hooper, there are certain things that you have to do. You have okay? to do
1: every, every time you go up under a door, you, you got to get it. Mm.
0: every time somebody you, you approach somebody in the hallway. You have to give
1: them that euro. You oh, also, to. when you when you there's furniture, you cross in every furniture, you crossing it up. You go through sofa. the
0: house and then the chair come there. You get it through the legs like you have to. And so one of those, you know, <clears> those, <throat> those things are now it. It, it just hurts because I, I had the ball and I and I and I did the. Mm fade away and it was
1: just like Kobe. You hit the side of the wall, bro. You missed. <laughs> and <it>. I missed. <laughs> I missed. wasn't even bro. close. <laughs> I'll come, come out there with one of those rulers. Bro, you was five feet <laughs> off, bro. <laughs> BD okay, give you a hug. Come here. Come here, man. It's all right. Uh,
0: anyway.
1: Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely one of those. I mean he died at 41. One of those guys that will I mean, yeah. Yeah. So uh, prayers out, you know, to Kobe's family and those connected to Kobe. And I'm motivated to live a life so meaningful, Um, a long life. My goal is that's so meaningful that it touches a lot of people's lives. Definitely.
0: That's one thing I did take away from it, like to see the impact that he had on so many people, so many athletes and so many just people worldwide and just off of the way he lived his life, the way he approached you know, uh, his craft and everything that he did, the tenacity that he approached everything with. It's like, man, that's how you have to live your life. And when you live your life like that, other people are going to be drawn to that energy and to that approach. And that's how you have impact. And that's really like, I mean, man, why else are we here to glorify God and, and to have impact and, and, you know, reflect him in the way that we live our life. So <clears throat> definitely uh definitely going to be definitely going to be missed by a lot of people so it's unfortunate but the good guys podcast we salute you Kobe all right we're going to go ahead and get started with today's episode before i get started if you have not done so already if you are a loyal watcher of the good guys podcast if you enjoy the content that we are kicking out to you guys do me a favor hit that subscribe button Hit the bell so that you get post notifications, okay? And smash that like button. If you're enjoying the conversation, smash the like button. Pop <coughs> in the comments and converse with us. Let us know how you feel. It'll help us grow as a channel, and we would greatly appreciate it. All right, we're going to go ahead and get started, as we customarily <coughs> do, with the weekly airing of grievances. And today's grievance... It's kind of piggybacking a little bit off of last week's airing of grievances, okay? I was feeling some type of way, okay? Yeah. About last week's airing of grievance. It got me fired up, all right? Got you fired up, E.D.? It got me fired up. And I was just thinking about my kids, and I love them. I love my kids. But there's just some things that just really get to you as a parent, all right? Hmm. As parents, We want to, you know, we want to provide for our kids. We want to, we want to, you know, some of the things that you may or may not have had as a child. You want to maybe provide some of those things uh, to your kids. You want to make sure that they have, you know, uh, toys that they want. You know, that that they have the, the the a comfortable lifestyle. You know, you don't want your kids to struggle, right? That's the goal as a parent. You want your kids to, to experience as little uh, friction and struggle as possible because that's your job as a parent to pro- protect, to provide for your kids. Right. But I think sometimes, you know, that can kind of backfire because here's the thing. Kids don't really understand. What you're what what you're doing for them, okay? They don't really have that uh, uh, that context of some kids might not have some of the things that you have, mm-hmm. right? Some kids might not be eating <clears throat> three square meals per day. It happens, especially third world countries. Mm-hmm. Some kids, you know, might not have the the clothes that you have. Some kids might not have their own TV. So. The problem is, and what really gets to me as a parent, is that kids don't always appreciate the things that you do for them. I feel like they should have unlimited appreciation for me as a father at all times. (laughs) times and i talked to my wife i said babe i don't think they really appreciate uh, the things that i do for them Uh, uh, he just actually told me yesterday that he doesn't appreciate the things that i do for him i walked in the door i said hey buddy how's it going he said you why are you here i got home like 30 minutes early from work why are you here what do you mean why am i here son i live here this is my house Oh, I I thought you were still going to be at work. I was like, do you not want me to be here? Uh, Not really. Wait a minute, son. Wait a minute. I'm your father. (coughs) Now, I know I had to give you a whooping last week, and you're probably still mad at that. But the fact of the matter is, I still provide for you. Okay? I said it last week. I'll say it again. That TV that you're watching right now, (laughs) it's my TV. Okay, Mm -hmm. those Mm -hmm. toys, it's my toys, that couch that you're sitting on my couch out of the kindness of my heart. I allow you, okay, to use these things. Why do you not appreciate me? I talked to my wife about the situation. She said, Brandon. When they get to be, you know, 17, 18, 20, maybe they're mid to late. Matter of fact, no, she said mid to late 20s, 30s they will appreciate the things what? that you did for them they will appreciate the deposits and the lessons that you instilled in them and i i looked at i did say i looked at my watch i said Look, to mid 20s to 30s i don't know kobe just died i don't know how much longer i have what if i don't get to that point where they're showing me the appreciation god you know lord willing i will but i don't know That's a long ways away, J.E., for me to be putting in the work that I put in on a daily basis for me to make the sacrifices that I make on a daily basis to get some appreciation from my children. I have to wait another 15 to 20 years. That's what you're telling me. I hate to think. I need that appreciation now. I need that love right now, okay? I don't know if we need to take a trip to the hood and 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 have you see how some other people are living, so that you can gain an appreciation for what your dad is providing for you. I don't know what we need to do, but we have to rectify this situation. I need that love now. BD. I
1: need it now. Bd, bd, help me out, Je. I really do believe that awareness leads to appreciation. Mm. Awareness, right? That's what kids lack—self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think wives lack self-awareness when it comes to kids. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because they receive their love now. Right. It's exactly. Y'all get, y'all get the love every day. We, man, I'll, see people looking at me like, "But coach, you don't have no kids." No, I'm a father figure to many. Mm. I work at an elementary school where Ooh. these kids' dads are not there. You have many kids. I have many kids, you know, and it makes it it, it makes me mad. I'm like, man, where is your dad? Because you know what? I'm just supposed to be a BMT. <laughs> I'm just supposed to do a job. Mm. Be, under my job description it doesn't say father figure. But uh, listen, Jesus says, suffer the children, forbid them not. Mm-hmm. For such is the kingdom of God. Every time the kids, I, I walk out my door, my door is in a cafeteria, my office is by the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. I'm mobbed by kids. And these kids, I give them love, I give them pounds, I give them a listening ear. And some of these kids have the nerve to say, Mr. Ezzy, where's my Takis?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mr. Ezzy, give me some candy. I said, What? Give you some candy. So even hood kids, do not have awareness when you give them, when you give them superb father figure love. I, I don't get it, BD. I don't, listen, I, 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 I want it now and later. I don't right. want it now or later. No, no, no. Uh, later, no, because, because we suffer more than people are aware of because the Bible says sacrifice like Christ did for the church. Mm. We as men, we do a lot of little sacrifices to them, to people, Mm -hmm. but it's big sacrifices to us. Right. I have to look my nephew in the eye and I'm like, man, I really don't want to go to this basketball game. (laughs) But I go to that basketball game. That's right. Some of these kids, man, I'd be like, I don't feel like listening to your story. I don't I don't think you brush your teeth two times, two, two times this week. I don't think I, I I don't feel like listening. You you know, but I listen. That's right. And I think I think those things BD are overlooked. I'm like, come on, man. Because if we the moment we become selfish, everybody's upset. Right. The moment we think about ourselves, everybody gets upset. No, 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 no. Have I not of thee for weeks? Mm. And and I had to talk to I, – I, it's just interesting, BD. I, I, think, I think kids need to go on special field trips, BD. Yes. I think we need to take these kids to the trap house. That's right. I think we need to feed them bologna. I think that's what I'm going to do. For the first seven years of their life, they're eating bologna and cheese sandwiches. They're they all eating sir- <laughs> Yeah, syrup sandwiches. They go, they're going to eat uh, a spaghetti with ketchup. Mm-hmm. They're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get a little box of roaches and let them loose at night. Oh gosh. <laughs> gosh.
0: That's very realistic simulation <laughs> we're,
1: there. We're, yeah we're gonna have speakers outside shooting gunshots.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're <laughs> gonna, no, it's a simulation. They have to experience this. So when I pull the curtain back and be like, nah, we rich, Rich. Then they'll be like, oh I'm like, yes, yeah, son. Yeah, daughter. Yeah. 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 You got it good, man. Right. You you see this? You see this person here? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 75 percent of American children don't got this Okay, exactly they, they don't have this no, first off they may they have a they have a they have a seed a sperm donor right but they don't have a dad Mm-mm. I think I think I think kids just need to understand who we are and I think there needs to be an organization of fathers that come together fathers and father figures that come together mm. and we march in Washington. Wow we march in front of these middle schools and elementary schools where our kids go. That's right. We hold up signs, let them know, hey, appreciate us.
0: That's right. Because I think we are an a, unappreciated uh, a, a segment of society. Like everyone talks <clears throat> about how, especially the black father, you know, is not theirs, not around, is not handling his responsibilities. Well, we are there. There's some of us here. We're putting in work. OK, but they don't, you know, it doesn't really get kind of gets overlooked until a situation like, you know, Kobe happens. And now it's girl, dad. Now we get the hashtags.
1: Oh, now we we have to wait till day of morning. So we have to
0: wait. You know, I, I'm tired of waiting, J.E. I'm tired of waiting.
1: Bro, from here on out, every kid I'm going to be like, name before I give you this piece, K, name one thing you appreciate about me. That's right. Every uh, nieces and nephews, hey, hey, I, I'm gonna give you this, but for the next f- few years, mm-hmm. I need you to approach me. God says He inhabits oh, mm. the praises of His people. We want to inhabit the praises of the people that we serve. Okay. I don't want to inhabit. You have the nerve to act like my existence is not necessary. Man, it's annoying, bro. It is because my mind be looking at them like, you mean to tell me that we're gonna, you gonna sit me down when I'm fifty something, talking about, you know no. what, Dad, you know what, Unc. Um, man, I really appreciate you, man. Nah, I, man not no, man. Nah, nah, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that, man. I don't want to hear that. You know, hugged your mom for twenty something years, right? You, you you went to college and you said thanks, mom. I'm saying I'm sitting in the audience looking around. I'm sitting right here. Like bro, 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 who was who was in the gym with you? Me. (laughs) Yes, I didn't help you with that homework, bro, because you sounded crazy. But I was still in the house. I was there. I was there. Bro, yeah, I don't get it, man. And I I think it's our fault. I think it's uh, our fears Mm -hmm. have produced our frustration. Mm. We were so we are so afraid. For, our, for children to experience what we experienced, but I, right. that I think we spoiled them to a place right. where they're unable to recognize because their brains are developing and their brains develop according to the environment that teaches them. That's what it is. And so that's why I think from the gate, you teach them appreciation from the gate. There's there are certain things that I know I'm going to do as a man, when I have, as a father, I'm going to teach them two things, mm-hmm. the fear of God okay. and humility. Right. Other lessons will come, but in the beginning, I want you to always fear God, reverence him, love him and honor, show honor. There we go. Honor and humility. Because man, I think when we just let kids like we forget kids have a sin nature, they're, they, they was born with the, with the sin nature. And I think if we continue to be like, Oh, that was cute. Do it again. It was cute when they was one and two, but when they start talking back at three, yeah, it's not cute no more. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to nip it in the bud from the beginning. That's right. Because,
0: when I have, man. Yeah, go ahead, BD. When, a, 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 <clears throat> when I'm about to pay that light bill, I'm going to take the bill. I'm going to take it to my son. And I'm mm-hmm. going to sit back. <laughs> Junior. Name one thing that you appreciate about me <laughs> as a father. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I'm about to pay this light bill. Okay? Meaning that if I don't pay it these lights Mm -hmm. are shutting off okay the electricity bill i've got that here too if i don't pay this that playstation uh 4 it's not gonna work anymore not gonna work okay (coughs) the nintendo ds it's not gonna work anymore okay Mm -hmm. so i need to hear a little bit of gratitude, a little bit of appreciation for the things that I do because this is what I do. I pay these bills. Okay, I work. Um, so I need a little bit of appreciation from you before I pay this bill. Go ahead and give me a couple of things that you uh, appreciate about the things that I do. That's right. That's, that's what right. I'm going to do. Uh, we need to foster <clears throat> uh, 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 an attitude of appreciation hey. for the things that we do. We have to demand it okay? Because I think it comes naturally to them. They they give the love. They give the appreciation to mom. And understandable, moms are there with them more than we are, okay? They're the nurturers, okay? They're the comforters. And I understand that that plays a, plays a major role early in their life, but I need them to understand that there are multiple roles that must be filled within the family, Okay? that's my, that's mother's job and you can see that it's tangible it's right there what you can't see Ooh. is the father's behind the scene making things happen, providing uh, that stability, okay? Uh, We are there to teach. We are there to instruct. That's not always fun. It's not always cute and cuddly and and make you feel better, but to teach and to instruct, it's a tough job. Everybody can't do that. Sometimes you have to give uh, instruction that might not be what a child wants to hear. Sometimes you have to go up, but uh, 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 go up on that backside and you have to let them know, hey, that's not cool. Okay? Can't be. all right, And they might be mad at you, but that's our
1: job. Hey, listen, I don't care if you get mad. You can sleep outside, bro. Just saying. Hey, hey, you can be mad at me all you want, but I'm going to tell my kids straight up. You can be mad all you want. But you're going to appreciate this. <laughs> You're going to appreciate this now because, listen, I'm going to take every moment to teach. I'm going to ask my wife, can we have a simulation where I don't pay the light bill for two? (laughs) Can I, can you go without lights for Can you go? I promise you, this will benefit us, mainly Mm -hmm. me, next 20 something years. (laughs) Because I need them to walk out. Listen, maybe, maybe we won't do the lights, but we'll do the food.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: No, we're not. No, we're going to get off brand. We're going to get the, uh, We're gonna get the uh a- apple snacks. <laughs> <The> apples? <laughs> apples? <laughs> we're gonna get the cinnamon, cinnamon burnt toast and crunch. That's mm-hmm. what we're gonna get. We're gonna get y'all that big bag of cereal that we walked by to get to the name brand. The ones right. that's in the bag, we're gonna get that. Mm-mm.
0: We're
1: gonna have beans and rice. Because I need you to know, man, like you just like, bruh, bruh. Turn that light off, man. Stop running that water, bruh. Do you pay the water? I'm, listen, we just got to break down what we do. I think the man just sits in frustration, but never explains what exactly he does. Because a mom hug and love, that's, that's, but see, but what we do, they ignore. Because exactly. it's, they, they ignore that the lights are on. Right. They ignore that there's a roof. Oh, God did this. No, no, no. Don't, not. God did some of this, but he used my hands to do this. See, mm, I was a vessel. I was a Without the vessel. Mm. Without the vessel, this mm-hmm. won't be here. That's right. Man, I, man, it makes me every time I go to that school, man, they want to have lunch with me. And I'm like, man, there'd be times I'd be shutting the door in their face. No. <laughs> this is this is for my mental health. Right. No. Y'all just told me, y'all just y'all leave my room in a mess. I don't understand kids, man. Kids I, I don't even know if our methods will work. I don't
0: know it'll make me feel a little bit better
1: yeah man hug me bro like let me know like man yo mr ezzy man you a good dude man dads need love too the dads need moms man they y'all got that bro what about us they don't really care about us Mm, 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 mm. until they need something yeah go ahead
0: bd i said that might be the next godly remix Summer Walker's girls need love too.
1: Dads need love too. Dad needs love too, bro. (laughs) Let me know when you're ready, BD, because (laughs) we're going to start a movement, man. This whole girl dad stuff. Oh, oh. Come on. Now Kobe's gone. Now everybody, girl's dad. Now you're right. Now we get the hashtags. Somebody had to die for us to get a hashtag. Oh, that sound like the man going my preacher side. You can't say stuff that can't say stuff like that around a preacher, BD. Okay, you can't say stuff like that around a. Well, someone died so that we might. Ooh, you can't mm. say that, BD. BD almost took next another twenty minutes. BD, come on now, come on nah, now, now nah, we got we got to
0: keep going. Okay, we're gonna keep <coughs> it moving. to the main topic of, of the day. I think this is gonna be a good one. I Think it's gonna help some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> We're going to be talking about what you should be doing Mm -hmm. before your next date. Josh, I'm going to let you take it from here.
1: Go ahead and break it down for the people. Today, we're going to be talking about before you date again. Things you must do before you date another person. So many people are endeavoring to waste days and dates out of a month with a person that is not good for them, that's taking them away from their time for God, taking them time for themselves. So today we're going to be talking about what you need to do before you date again. So before you date again, what to do before your next date. We're going to talk about these three things. I have my notes on my screen. We're going to break down some great points for the next 30 minutes or so that will help everyone really process, singles especially, process uh, what they must do before they uh, utilize their time to be with someone else. We're going to talk about these three things, why dates matter, how to date God, and how to date yourself. Three things we're going to talk about today is why dates matter, how to date God, and how to date yourself. First point we're going to talk about is why dates matter. We're going to define dates. The definition of a date is a date of the month, an appointment to meet at a specific time, a romantic appointment. The definition of a date is a day of the month, an appointment to meet at a specific time, a romantic, a romantic appointment, etc. Also, next point for dates, dates equals moments in time. And your time equals your life. Many people don't understand why dates matter. Your dates matter because your dates within a month equals time. Time equals your life. Many people are in relationships right now or are serially dating or are on online dating or dating and they're not understanding that they're wasting their time, wasting their energy going after something that's, that's deeply connected to an idol, to an insecurity, to an emotional instability that's keeping them from being the person they need to be to be datable. In a marriage, to be to be present, to be to be a, a vessel that God can use as a resource in a loving, thriving relationship with a significant other. Your dates matter. What do you do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? What do you do from the 1st to the 31st? What do you do? What do you do with your time? Because what you do in your singleness will determine how much of a use you are in the next stages of your life. So why dates matter? Because dates equal your life. That's your time is your life. You got to do whatever it takes to make sure you maximize your time so that when you are in a relationship, that you're dateable. Let's keep going. I have uh, two scriptures I want to break down real quickly. I may break them down, but I want to kind of make sure you have some kind of text. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17 says, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. That's very important scripture, BD. The Bible says, "Look carefully, then how you walk." It is our responsibility to look carefully at how we walk every day to make sure that we're making the best use of our time. God honors time. God's the only one that's above time, and He's looking within time to see how we're maximizing it for His glory, for for our growth, and for for other people to grasp the gospel message. So we got to make sure that each of us look carefully how we walk, because where we walk will determine on uh, what we, gather or produce in life. It says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, meaning that in order for me to walk wisely, I have to gain wisdom. And the Bible says, BD, that the fear of God is the beginning of all wisdom. If you don't reverence God in your singleness, you're not going to walk wisely in any stage of your life. Your singleness was meant to be the foundational place for you to understand faithfulness, for you to understand fruitfulness, for you to understand fellowship, and for you to deeply understand the father so that when you do go into a career or go into marriage or go into whatever stages that's within your purpose, you are able to have the right uh, uh reverence that spawns the right kind of wisdom for you to walk carefully. It says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise making Looking and making. I have to look carefully so that I can make the best use of my time. Why, BD? Because the days are evil. Evil, death, pain puts a lot of perspective on life. When you go through pain, when you go through life, and you understand that that the world is evil, you utilize your time differently. Like, especially now, back dating when we was young, BD, we didn't mm-hmm. have social media. Social media made a lot of people crazy. You see what I'm saying? Like, we never thought that I would ride in a car with a stranger through Lyft and Uber. I never thought mm-hmm. that we'll live in a world where a stranger will handle my food. <laughs> but we live in a world where, where the, the lines are blurred, that, that we're engaging with more strangers than normal, that we're engaging with people whose minds have been warped. By, by the access that I don't think humans were supposed to have. we was The world wasn't supposed to be as small as it is right now because <clears throat> as soon as you wake up, you can get all the breaking news in a matter of a moment. And that's too much for a lot of people's minds to handle. And, and, and so what happens in this world, a lot of people are ex- uh, um, uh, excusing evil, overlooking evil, living in this bubble that, that their time is just loose. But we have to look carefully how we walk as unwise, not as wise. I mean, as not as unwise, but as wise. Make it the best use of the time because of the days of evil. Last part, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. In order for us to walk wisely, we must be endeavoring to understand in a deeper way the will of God. And if you want to know the will of God, you got to be in the word of God. And that's the thing that's going to help you uh, walk carefully. And a lot of individuals are dating people, are endeavoring to be married so badly that they're not doing what it takes to maximize their time to become the best version themselves, deepen in devotion, uh, deepen in discernment, so that it can delegate their walk carefully, ensuring that they don't find themselves utterly destroyed. Anything on that, beat before I keep going? You can keep going down. That's going. The next verse says, Psalms ninety twelve. So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Each and every one of us have a certain amount of days. And I love this verse because it says, teach me how to number my days. When you number, when you count your money and you're a steward of money, you don't just spend money loosely. Those who respect the thing are not reckless with a thing. Your level of respect will determine your level of reach. And if you respect your singleness and respect your time and respect God and who he is, you will number your days. Okay, what did I do yesterday? What can I do today better than yesterday? You begin to number your days so that over time you gain a heart of wisdom. And that's the beauty of life is that most of the things that we're rushing into, we're not ready for. Anything you rush into that you're not ready for will ruin you and you will ruin it. Now, Why does dates matter? Because date is a time of the month and a time of the month is time and time equals life. Now, before you date again, you must do these things right before you date again. You must redeem the dates value to your dates, date God and date yourself. Before you date again, I know some of y'all just got over a breakup. I know some of y'all are, are upset with singleness. Some of y'all are just so eagerly and ready for the next level. Or some of y'all, y'all been ready for a long time and time is just wearing you out moment by moment sometimes. But this is what you must do before you date again, BD. Well, BD's married. Before <laughs> you date again, yeah. you got to make sure you redeem the dates, value your dates, Date God and date yourself. Now let's talk about redeeming and valuing your dates real quickly. Now what this means. Redeeming your dates means to allow God to redeem the dates you've wasted. God is a forgiving God. He understands that when we was in an immature state that we're going to make dumb decisions. But in order before you date again, you got to redeem the dates of your past. God is very good at redeeming the time, but you got to let him redeem it. You got to let him change your your way of thinking. In order order for him to redeem your dates, you have to allow him to renew your mind, to change the way you view your past. So many people who are are not eligible for the next level of life is because they're still hurting for what happened in their past. God has to renew your mind in order to renew your dates. And what I mean by that is, he, you gotta, you gotta, re, you gotta redeem. You gotta renew your mind about what happened with, with your first boyfriend and your first girlfriend. Those dates that was deadly. Those, that time that you may have wasted. You gotta sit down and say, God, I'm still hurting. From what happened in that past relationship, I'm still hurting from what happened because most people are trying to help themselves by getting up under somebody else. They think that the best way to heal from a past relationship is to get up under another one. That is deadly and dangerous because all you're doing is compounding interest of more pain. Because that person, number one, if that's a good dude, a good girl, a good woman, she that's not her responsibility to deal with what Ray Ray did to you and what Rachel did to you. That's not their responsibility. They're supposed to be able to manage wholeness, not a person full of holes. So redeeming the dates means to allow God to redeem the dates you've wasted or the days that that wasted you. The days that just beat you and hurt you, you got to allow that. And my next point is God can redeem the time. You have to let them. Some of y'all that are watching right now, y'all like, man, Josh, but I wasted a lot of years. God can redeem it. What the canker worm, with all these different things the locusts try to take, God can redeem it. Let's keep going. How are wasted days redeemed, BD? Real quickly. How are these wasted days redeemed by God? Number one fearing God. In order for your days to be renewed and redeemed, you have to understand a deeper level of reverence. The more you reverence God, the more you're able to count your days. The more you're able to count your days, the more your days are maximized. We got to get to a place where we honor God every day and everywhere. Many of us, we got this Santa Claus view of love of God, that God is just a God that just does everything and he doesn't see your, he doesn't see your sins and he is not concerned about the consequences. Man, come on, man. If, if an earthly father knows how to chasten his children, don't you think a heavenly father chastens his children? We got this weird view of God that God is just this tender, loving God. No, God's love is tender and tough. He, the Bible says he chases those whom he loves. The Bible says the fear of God. The Bible says, why fear man who can only kill the body, but cannot d- touch the soul? The Bible says you better fear the one that could put both body and soul in hell. The Bible talks a lot about God's chastening. God's the Bible says in Psalms, thy rod and thy staff, they come for me. What is David saying? Your correction lets me know that I'm a child. There's a lot of kids that's walking around, they want a God that doesn't chasten them, but no good father, like we talked about, does not instruct. The good father instructs and he chastens. So how are wasted days redeemed and and, and allowing you to have great days ahead? You must fear God. Number two, you must forgive everyone, including yourself. In order for your dates to be redeemed, you got to forgive, man. Forgiveness is a gift, man. Forgiveness gives you the opportunity to go forward for and give. Most people think that forgiveness is supposed to be about the other person. The forgiveness heals you. In order for you to have greater days ahead, man, you got to allow God's forgiveness to spark forgiveness in you. Anything with these points, BD? Because I don't want to keep going and you may have some points.
0: No, nah, I think you're covering those pretty good.
1: All right, let's get through these so that I know because people love to hear BD too. <laughs> How are <laughs> wasted days redeemed? Number three, honoring time. In order to redeem the past days and to make sure that your future day, and including your current day, is rich, you got to honor time, man. Before you date somebody else, you gotta understand time. And a lot of women have to understand this. When a man asks for your time, it better be worth your time. It better be a person that, that is worth your time. Cause when you value your time, you're strict with your time. When you value your time, you shouldn't let everybody have your time. I love my time, BD. No, 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 because no, my time is my life. There'd be some I've learned in many Many years of my life giving advice to people, being in people's lives, being in the trenches with them. And then they go crazy? Man, I say, you know what, man, you got about 20 minutes with me. If you didn't take care of the first pearl, I'm gonna charge you for the next person. <laughs> 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 because, right. because, because, because your time is precious. Let's keep going. How are wasted days redeemed and how are future days rich? Discovering your purpose. Before you date again, before you even look for a purpose, a person, discover your purpose. Because when you know your purpose, you'll be able to recognize your person. Let's keep going. Next, how are wasted days redeemed? Being productive. Get to work. Well, Josh, I don't know my purpose. Work on you. Because the more you work on you, the more your purpose is revealed. Let's keep going. How are wasted days redeemed? Removing poor habits. In order to redeem the days, to make those days more valuable, you have to learn from them. What poor habits that I did back in my past that I can implement new patterns in my present to make sure that my future is prosperous? You got to say, you know what? In order to make my current day and my future days rich and and to have my past redeemable, I got to be productive. I got to remove poor habits. Let's keep going. How are wasted days redeemed? Just distance yourself from fruitless people. Some of us. The reason why we're fruitless is because we're around fruitless people. If you want to make your day rich and your future days richer and to redeem your past and to be a person that's rich and valuable for someone, you got to just yourself from fruitless people. Last but not least, you got to occupy every moment. Man, 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 Kobe's death and life. I mean, that moment, man, come on, man. We got to get to a place where we occupy every moment. The two places that distracts us from our present BD is our past and our potential. Our past and what's possible. No, 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 no. You got to be present. Now, how to date God? <laughs> you know, Coach, you know, Coach spelled <laughs> the word date. Come on now. That's how I sharpen my blade. You know what I'm saying? That's how I sharpen my crab, man. I challenge myself, BD. Okay. You know? How to date God? And I'm sure BD will chime in. All
0: right.
1: D-A-T-E. How to date God before you date a man, before you date another person, you must take time to date God because you're not going to be dateable. I have to be dateable in my marriage. I have to make when my wife enjoys my company in order for me to be dateable in a marriage that's certified by God. I have to make sure I date him first. Number one, D, you got to determine days, days. Times and places when and where you will intentionally meet with him and stay disciplined with it. In order, how you date God, you got to say, no, no, no. Yes, you, yes, I do my devotions daily, but I'm going to determine days and times and places where I can intentionally meet with God uninterrupted solely for the purpose of getting to know him to get in on myself and to develop a very tangible relationship with him. The most valuable thing I did in my singleness, my friends, is this. I got to know God because when you're married, you need to know him. You right. need to know him because you don't know what's going to be thrown at you, but you know, the one that is with you, you got to say, no, no. On these days at this time, I'm going to spend at least no less than an hour with God. I'm going to go out on a date with God. I'm going to go out, and that sounds kind of weird, but hear me. I'm going out on a meeting, and appointment with God to get to know my purpose, to get to know myself, and to get to know him. I have to determine days, times, and places where I will intentionally meet with him. And what I do with God, i always bring a clipboard and paper and a pen. God, here am I. Your servant heareth here my God, what must, what do you have for me? Also, first off, I don't even, most of the time I go to God, that's how I do it. God, what would you want me to do for you? Simple as that. God, what's on your heart? God, and the next thing you know, you'll feel a burden. You'll feel, call your mom, talk to your dad. You know what? You don't even spend, spend time with your wife. Like, then you're able, because we go to God so many times, God, uh, this is what I need for you to do. No, no, God, what would you have for me to do? Anything on that, BD?
0: <clears throat> yeah, that's um. I think that's an important point, and I think that that's something a lot of people don't do. I think we get so caught up in the day-to-day um, noise. So there's always something going on. Where there's the job, where it's the TV, the radio. Um, uh, you know, our, our friends, family. Like we always have something in our ear going, and we never take the time to actually just sit and and and, and spend time with God and listen, like you said. Um, Even when we spend time with God, a lot of times we're just talking and we're talking and we're telling God what we want, and what we need. And just sometimes it's just getting, like you said, a clipboard and just (coughs) listen, just being still and just listening uh, and and hearing from God, because in those times, that's when he will reveal, you know you, you want to know what your purpose is in those times he'll reveal you know what your purpose is you know, when want to you want to know you know hey this guy is approaching me should i give him uh you know my time mm-hmm. god will reveal those things you'll have a peace about it or you'll have you know that feeling like mm, no nah, I don't waste your time like that's important spend time get solid in your relationship with god because when you get married that's not the time to try to solidify your relationship with God. You got to have that solidified before you get married because things are going to hit you uh, within marriage. Things are going to hit you over the course of life that you got to already have that foundation. You already got to know your relationship with God is solid. That's a constant. I can always run back to that and always get guidance on what I should do next. So definitely.
1: Because it's hard to find him when the Bible says, uh, seek him while he can be found. Because it's going to be a time where your senses, your mind, your emotions are going to be in the way, and if you don't have a disciplined pattern or practice of meeting in God, you won't know where to go. Listen, everything's good now, but when it what if bombs start dropping in your city? What are you going to do then? Are are you going to quote Psalm ninety one? A thousand may fall at my left, ten thousand in my right hand, but it won't come near me. What if they try to put you in a fiery furnace? Would you have the confidence that I listen? God going to be with me? Are you going to have the confidence like Daniel? Are you going to have the confidence like David? Are you going to have the confidence like Christ? Like, like there has to get to a place where we know God, because when life throws things at you, you got to have that firm foundation where you're able to say, okay, cool, give me one second. You go to that bathroom, you go to the car, you go to the nearest closet, God, because the things about meeting with God is a is a tangible, it's a movable place because God's everywhere. I'm not sitting there saying that you haven't, because what if you miles away from your closet? We're not trying to, we're not Trying to teach you that, oh gosh, what do I do if I'm out of my sit out of the state and my my meeting place with God? No, no, no. You just you know that He's a present help in a time of trouble, and you can meet with Him anywhere. But you mm-hmm. have to you have to be disciplined in going to Him for everything. Determine days, times, and places, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and be disciplined with it. You, just, you can't go weeks without talking to God. Come on, man. We're creatures of habit. Next D, remove all distractions and destructive habits that aim to disrupt your devotion. In order to date God, you got to say, I'm removing all distractions. I'm putting the phone in the basket over here, God. I'm putting my phone downstairs. I'm putting my phone in the car. I'm removing all distractions. All technology has gone. And God, I'm here. And that's what these devices do. They they distance us from God. They become our gods because now it makes us feel like they're, we're omnis- omniscient, all knowing. You see what I'm saying? These devices making us feel like we're divine because now we, and we don't need God because all we have Google. Why I need God when well, I can just go to Google? Google's fast, God. I can type in something in Google and I can know it in a matter of seconds. But God, no, 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 no. These devices are not always a benefit. So you got to remove destructive habits, sinful habits, practice out of your life, so that the so that the uh, the communicating lines are clear. It's hard to hear from God when there's clutter in your life. Keep going, BD.
0: Google will give you microwave answers. Ooh. God will give you them uh, that 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 three fifty for three and a half hours in the oven answers. You know what I mean? You can go to Google immediately, and it's gonna tell you <clears> a quick answer. It's not necessarily going to be tailored, not necessarily going to be specific to you and your situation and your circumstances. But if you can get quiet and you can get before God, it might not come as soon as you sit down and and, and, and uh, turn the music off. It might, you, don't, you might have to pray for an hour or so, but that still small voice is going to come through. And it's going to be just like a turkey that's been roasting in an oven on 350 for two and a half hours. It's going to be succulent and juicy and it's going to be a word that's tailored just for you and your situation.
1: You got to you got to love that you the reason why God I think God takes long to answer is because he wants our hearts to be revealed to us. God delays answers to see if you love the answer giver more than the answer. Most of us, we we love the answer more than we love God. And so God be like, okay, I want to see if you really just love me. We talked about that in the beginning. Like I, like God wants to appreciate he inhabits the praise of his people, genuine praise. God say, I'm looking for worshipers who will worship me in spirit and in truth. Like God God knows why you come to him. So you can't manipulate God. God is unmanipulative, unmanipulable, un. Anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. You can't manipulate God.
0: <laughs> I can't help you on that. You I, was, no, like, I, oh, mean, I was like, come on, BD. Give me, give
1: I'm me, trying. give, give I'm, me. I'm trying. I'm like manipulatable. I, I there know. you go. Manipulatable. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's a word. What I'm trying to say is <laughs> you can't manipulate God. <clears throat> and so what I'm saying is God sometimes is quiet because he wants to know, do you just want to answer? like, we're like that as humans, you know, right. when, when, when that, when that family member, or that friend comes around and that f- the first 30 seconds is, Hey, how you doing, man? Calling to check up on you. And then after that 30 seconds. Oh yeah, man, I was just thinking, man, you didn't call me to check up on me. Mm-hmm. And we, cl- we have classified people like that. And you don't think God classifies children like that? <laughs> classifies like, ah, uh, he just want me for my stuff. He don't want me for me. You know, and, and, and we treat God like God's this machine that all we gotta do is do this, and he obligate No, God's a person, and we gotta treat him as such. And if and if you really care, you'll say, you know what? God, I love you for you. But back to the God and Google thing, God is better than Google. Search him often. Next point A, how to date God? A, get to know his attributes. When you determine a day and time. To get to know him, it makes everything make sense. Oh, that's why God's delaying this. Oh, that's, oh, that's how I know God. That's how God moves. You know, when me and BD on the basketball court, we've been playing basketball for so long. I don't question where BD gonna be. I don't question BD spots. I know where BD gonna be. I know, I know when he's hot and I'm, not, and I already know I'm gonna set screens for the rest of this game. B.D. looks in my eyes, and he heard the guy say something about me under his breath. B.D. knows. J.E., give me the rock. D. Give J. me e. the rock. <laughs> I, done, I done served him I with many picks pass. and screens, but the the dude tried me. He said, I'm said whatever. He knows. Our pick and roll game, I remember one time, B.D., we went to the gym. Remember that? Them guys looked at us, and I felt their looks. <laughs> I just felt I look. felt it because I was a little chubby. B.D. was a little slim. Mm-hmm. And these was college players. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <clears throat> and they was like, Y'all wanna run two, two, uh, two, uh, two on two? Mm-hmm. And the way they asked us, I felt like I was looked down upon. <laughs> I said, Bet. Let me tie these shoes up real quick, man. Uh huh. We beat what well, oh okay, did we did oh, they was beating us 19 to zip or something like that? Was that the no. game?
0: No, we The first snap. game we blazed them.
1: Oh, we blazed them. We <laughs> it was them.
0: like twenty to four.
1: Yeah, and, they, and then they was they looked, You know they look. They look around. They start. Right. Oh, we got to play D. Yeah, man. Right. We me and BD unstoppable. But what I'm saying is, is that I know BD's attributes on the court. You see what I'm saying? And if you don't know God's attributes in a personal way, you won't know him, how, how, where his spots is on a court of life. You won't know how he moves. You won't know how to be, how he sets things up, how he thinks three or four moves ahead. That's why I advise everyone to go to Google. <laughs> go to Google and type in the top attributes of God <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> and understand him. God, how are you? Because if you have a false understanding of God's uh, position as father, you're going to be frustrated with him. The only time God disappoints us is when we put false expectations on him. That's the only time we disappoints us because we disappointed ourselves because we had a poor view of who he is. The clearer you are about him, the more the more settled you will be in your singleness, the more you're going to, you know, I don't want to date that person. Because, because you will have that discernment because of those disciplined moments that you met with God. Anything on that, BD? mm How today, got God tea? You got to lose track of time. Lose track of time. Some, so many people are tracking time that, that they have no time for God. When you get to know, when you're really in love with somebody, when you're on a good date and you're with someone special, your, the love of your life, when you're, when you're into them, you'll be out for three or four hours. Y'all plan to be out there for an hour, but you lost track of time because I'm with the one that makes this time valuable. And when you're with the one above time, you lose track of time. So that means you're not waiting for the time of marriage. You're not overly occupied with the time of childbearing and time when that, because timing is overrated, BD. Timing is overrated. Many people care so much about the timing of a thing, but Mm -hmm. not the prudence or the stewardship of a thing or the preparation of a thing. There's season, time, and season. People care so much about the timing. That's why they spend $25,000 on a wedding. They care so much about a moment of promotion that they forget about the season of preparation before it and the season of prudence mm-hmm. after it. Every mm-hmm. position you desire to have comes with pressure. Right. And prep. God graced you with the season of preparation to handle the pressure <laughs> of the promotion. But if you get so caught up on a promotion, you look good for the wedding, but you have nothing to offer the marriage. Right. And so what you have to understand is you got to be able to say, you know what? I'm not going to get so consumed with the timing. You know so much about the colors of the dresses of your bridesmaids. You know, all the details about Cancun, but you don't know anything about life, about marriage, about being a wife and being a husband. So when you with God, man, when you lose track of time and you don't care about when it's going to happen, but you care about what's happening now, you're going to become more effective when that moment does happen. Anything on that, BD? Uh, No, I don't think anything to add on that. That's pretty straightforward. That's pretty straightforward. Let's keep going for time's sake. How to date God, E? Enter his joy and Mm. engage with him creatively. I love the word enjoy, BD. You take the two words separate, E, N, and joy. Enter joy. When you enter God's joy, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. The Bible says joy is where the um, uh, uh, in the present Lord there's a fullness of joy. Mm -hmm. So when you enter God's presence, you become full of joy. And that joy that becomes your full becomes your strength to strengthen you in singleness, to strengthen you in marriage, to strengthen you in any area. So when you date God, you say, God, I'm not just going to be in your presence. I'm going to enjoy your presence. Because... It's in him that we live, move, and have our being. We cannot escape the presence of God except for those who are in hell, right? So what I'm saying is we can't escape his presence. But like, I'll give this analogy, BD. Unlike myself, uh, my phone service is straight talk. But (laughs) we'll use a more noticeable, a notable um, phone service company, Verizon, right? Just because your phone is disconnected doesn't remove the, the network, It's because the only way you connect to the network is from a payment. Mm. When you try to rely on yourself, you remain disconnected because you can't pay. The payment that was paid for us to be in God's presence was himself in flesh through Jesus. So in order for us to engage God, we have to accept the payment. That because Mm. Christ has paid me everlasting for eternity, I now have an opportunity to engage God's presence. But when we, when you, since we have been so far removed from the payment, we don't have transaction. We don't have engagement with God because we didn't see what it cost. When you know what it costs for us to have the opportunity to engage God's presence, you will engage it often. So what I'm trying to say is just because the presence of a network is there, it doesn't mean you entered it. It doesn't mean that you're getting the benefits of it. But when you understand, hey, man, I have this gift that was given to me that I'm able to enjoy the presence of God. Man, his presence will mean more to you than the presence of a person. Then you will lose track of time. <clears throat> you will get the, you will love to get to know his attributes and you will you will always be there to spend time with God, because that time is valuable. So how to date God? You got to determine days where you meet with him and be disciplined with it and remove all distractions. How to date God? You got to get to know him deeply through his attributes. How to date God? You got to lose track of time. Don't think so much about the timing of a thing. Embrace the time you have to prepare for that thing so that you can manage that thing. And last but not least, enter his joy. And lastly, with that, engage with him creatively. That is what's gonna make the time with God sweeter. Most of us, the only time we even talk to God is when there's pain. Man, I love going to God. God, give me a new way to break down this, these BD. Guess how long it took for me to get these points? How long? 20 minutes. Mm. Because it's a skill set. I spent my time with God is so often. That God would be like, bro, let's go. And I'd be like, God, what word should I use? So I throw words at God like this. Okay, God, we're talking about dating. Can you give me something that spells the word date? (laughs) Can you give me something? Can you give me something? Because that's my trademark. And God would be like, get your pen. I got my pen right here. Let's go. And then next thing I know, that 20 minutes, and I spent about an hour just... God, that was dope. I could say it like this, and I could say it like that. Man, I'm for in my purpose this course. I'm four court. I'm four courses, I'm four lessons ahead. Because I love spending time with God creatively because it it just because He's He's a creative. But when you don't know what you're supposed to create, you won't spend time with the creator. Anything on that BD before we go to how to date yourself? Nope. Keep it moving. Listen. It is very important for you before you are in another dating relationship that you date God and yourself. Let's break down these last few points and we'll get out your way. How to date yourself. Many people are trying to find themselves in other people. That's why they use or waste their time in dates to try to hopefully find themselves in somebody else. But you have to take the time to date you and say, you know what? Who am I? And that's how you do it. How to date yourself. Determine days, times, and places to devote to personal development and stay disciplined with it. How to date yourself is to self-examine yourself and say, okay, what must I improve on? Every day I'm looking to become a better husband, to become a better leader, to be able to become a better person. Just because you get married doesn't mean you'd stop dating yourself. You got to take time for yourself to say, okay, where can I improve? Because if I improve, everything around me improves. Anything on that, BD?
0: that's no, definitely important <clears throat> obviously you want to be you know the the i don't want to say the best version of yourself cuz you're always going to be growing and developing but you i mean you want to be operating you want to be attractive like we talked about yeah, last week yeah. you want to be attractive if you're you know before you get into another dating situation hey maybe there's you know examine you know the previous uh relationship that you had you know what went right what went wrong what were some things that you could have done better like hey learn and improve those things we can always be always be open to developing and bettering yourself um, that's important so that can prevent you from you know messing up in a uh, you know failing in another relationship and not necessarily that it was your fault or anything like that but you can just you bring more to the table uh, when you date again when you develop
1: yourself. I'm telling you, BD, that's correct, man. So many people are don't understand just how ugly they are on the inside, which goes to my next point. How to date yourself, A, address the mess and make a message out of it. Address the mess in your life. That's how you date yourself. You address the mess and say, okay, my eating habits are messy. My workout, my, my exercise habits, my uh, physical habits are uh, uh, are messy. My emotional habits are messy. <clears throat> my mental habits are messy. My spiritual life is messy. My vocabulary is messy. My habits are messy. How can I make a message out of this? How can, how can I allow God to age my mess? That's how you spell message. Message is an aged mess. If you still messy, your message won't connect to people because your mess will be found out. But the beautiful thing about dating yourself is that you can age that mess and make a message out of it to impact people. That's how you find your creativity. Sometimes you know your purpose by the last mess you made because the last mess you made came from a pattern. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That if you change that pattern, you'll be able to say, oh, I can also help other people age their mess or just simply make me a non-messy person. <laughs> godliness with contentment, uh, cleanliness is next to godliness. You see what I'm saying? In order for me to become a godly person, a more godlier person, let me clean up every area of my life, the external mess, the internal mess. And you learn what those messes are, and you age those mess through personal development when you address them. I say this in, pre- I say this in previous videos, BD. Mm-hmm. Whatever you don't address now will undress you later. Mm. Because whatever's in the dark is going to come out into the light. I'd rather clean my mess in private than the world see me clean my mess publicly. Whatever you do not address now will undress you later. It will show everything about you. How to date yourself? T, spend quality time alone. Don't try to date yourself with your friends. Oh, this is me dating myself. Don't try to date yourself amongst groups. Sometimes you just need to spend quality time alone because it's something about the mastery of stillness. Mm. When you're able to be alone with your own thoughts, when you're able to process them, when you're able to, to just be still, how to date yourself Just go to a quiet place and just sit there, reflect, close the tabs on the computer screen of your mind, spend quality time alone so you'll be like, you know what? I do like that. I remember the day, not the day exactly, but I remembered when I was okay that my favorite color was green. When when my favorite food was lasagna, you know when you're a kid you try to change stuff. Yeah, that's my favorite color too to try to fit in. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, peace is my favorite too. No, a goodwill Peace of number seven on your list. Mm -hmm. There was I I and as little to me as little to people, but it was big for me when I was okay with certain things. I'm okay with that because that makes me uniquely me. A lot of people don't like to be alone because their thoughts torment them. How to date yourself? Take time to get to know you alone and around others. After you get the time to get to know yourself alone, get around people so you'll know people skills and develop your EQ, your emotional intelligence and really say, okay, how can I continue to be myself even amongst the crowd? Also, how to date yourself, T? Treat yourself. Man, listen, today I'm definitely treating myself with a slice of cake.
0: Mm.
1: I treat myself, BD. Okay. (laughs) Listen, I don't wait, I don't got time to wait for nobody to treat me. (laughs) Because as a man, we don't get treated. <laughs> right. I'm just <laughs> uh, that's, why, that's why wives be like, why you? Yeah. <laughs> because I need to treat myself. Mm-hmm. I got to eat this this cake exclusively by myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So how to date yourself, treat yourself, and last but not least, change the way you think and talk. Oh, here we go. Because if you treat yourself well, you will know how well you should be treated. Mm-hmm. If you know how to treat yourself well, you know you you will expect the right treatment. You right. you will demand the right treatment. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. I don't got that illness, so you I don't need that kind of treatment. Uh, uh-uh. you treat me like I got an illness. <laughs> treat me like I'm well. Treat me like I'm whole. Don't be trying to get don't don't mistreat me, but people are mistreated when they don't know how to treat themselves. People are mistreated or easily mistreated when they miss the opportunities to treat themselves. Because if you treat yourself well, you will know how well you should be treated. That's why you got to date yourself. Because a lot of women are in abusive relationship cuz they don't, they have been abnormally used in their past, so they welcome abuse. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no. You there's a normal way for you to be used. Daughter, young woman, there's a normal way for you to be used, son, young man. There's a normal way you're supposed to be used. But if you don't know your proper proper usage, you will be misused and abused. So you got to learn how to treat yourself with dignity. Every person bears the image of God. So everybody deserves proper treatment. Ooh. How to date yourself? Mm-hmm. You got to spend time alone to change the way you think and change the way you talk. That's probably one of the top powerful points on dating yourself. Some of us got a a bad, we have bad thought pattern. We have poor thinking and we have poor talking. You have what you say. As a man thinketh in his heart, so are they. You got to change the way you think and to change the way you talk. That's how you date yourself. Because the beautiful thing about the Adam story that people overlooked Why did God have Adam to name animals first, BD? Because soon as God brought him his woman, he knew how to name his woman. Mm -hmm. If you don't know how to name things in your singleness, you will call your wife outside of her name. You'll call your husband outside of their name, his name. You'll call your children outside of their name. That's why God sees what you name your life now so that you can speak life. Ooh. Man. You got to change the way you talk. You got to change the way you think. The reason why God gives you a period of graceful time to uh, to see what you name things so that he can at least give you a safe eco chamber, a chamber where those words may not affect you right now. But but he wants you to change the way you talk and think so that when you are out there in the real world, when you are out there, you know how to name and uh, uh, name things correctly. Because words have power. Because out of the uh, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Anything on that, BD?
0: Not necessarily.
1: Nope. I think I'm good. Uh, listen, see, the Holy Spirit is preaching. The Holy Spirit's on the podcast today. <laughs> Holy Spirit's on the He's on the podcast today. He's on the podcast every day. Um, uh, how to date yourself? E. Intentionally rebuild your self esteem. Man, you got to take time to make sure you have the right kind of esteem because somebody, so many people are in a relationship right, right now to try to make themselves feel full mm-hmm. or to try to make other people feel less. Yeah. Well, you're only with that person because you want your ex to feel bad or you're only in a relationship so you can feel good and justifiable and to prove that it was their fault why you are, where that's their fault why, uh they're, they're the reason for the breakup. Intentionally rebuild your self-esteem by enjoying, engaging, and educating yourself on the enoughness of God. That's a mouthful, but come on. You talking to the coach here. Intentionally rebuild your self-esteem by enjoying, engaging, and educating yourself about the enoughness of God. That's how you build your self-esteem. When God is enough, you have the right esteem. Because, because that's why, oh man, when I have children, I want them to understand just how loved they are for me, because that's what's going to build their confidence and also reveal to them the love of God for them. That'll build their confidence because a confident person is a person who know they're loved. You ever you ever seen some twos and threes walking around like they're tens? <laughs> the, the universal census rates them at a three. <laughs> if you put them before a million people, a million people is going to be like, they about three or four. But they carry themselves like a 10 because they're loved. They love themselves. So you have to enjoy the presence of God, the enoughness of God, engage the enoughness of God, and educate yourself about how enough he is to you so that you can have the right self-esteem. How to date God, how to date yourself is very important to make yourself dateable. That's all I got, BD. <clears throat> Just one more
0: point on that self-esteem part, man. That's a big yeah, one. BD. That's an important one. Um you have to understand your value not just based on you know what what society um places value on right so you have to spend that time like jay he said dating yourself so that you can spend time getting in the word finding out you know what god says about you What God, you know, the kind of values that God places on you, what God, you know, says about it, like a Proverbs 31 woman, what kind of value she has. So you can kind of start, you know, taking on those traits and building up your self-esteem and knowing who you are um, in Christ, knowing what values and attributes that you bring to the table. And because when you're talking about, you know, and this goes for males, male or female, one of the most attractive things to somebody else is how you carry yourself, your self-esteem. Like you could be a seven or an eight, but if you carry yourself with your head down and hunched over and you don't really know who you are, there's a lot of seven and eights out there that don't know their value. And that's why they're in relationships where they're getting verbally abused, physically abused. And they take that because their self-esteem, despite being what society would view as being attractive, as being valuable, They don't have that value of their self. So they accept that. Okay. So no, regardless of where you are, as far as what society values, you have to have that self-esteem that, you know, I know what God says about me. I know what I'm bringing to the table. I've spent time, you know, developing myself and, and becoming an asset, you know, in and of myself. So I know what I'm bringing to the table. And that's what brings everything full circle. I know that my time, is valuable so i'm not going on a date with just anybody i my time I, I got stuff i could be doing i know my purpose i could be working on my purpose i could be you know doing something for god i could be spending time with god like i'm good i'm mm. confident in who i am i'm confident in my relationship with god if you can you know if we can come together and work towards something and our our purposes align and we can build something powerful for god then that's great If not, we keeping it moving. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not accepting anything less than what I deserve or what God has for me. I don't have time uh, uh, to waste. So that self-esteem is a major thing. You got to spend the time. You got to develop that. What's up, Bubba? You want to be part of the podcast? Hey! Can you close the door, Bubba?
1: (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. anyway (laughs) this moment has been brought to you (laughs) by the fathers around the world (laughs) Exactly. listen man your values in two things your values in the vision of God and the victory of Jesus it's that simple the victory of Christ and the vision of God when you understand his vision for you exclusive vision for you that's where your value is and your value honestly is in uh, who you are to him the greatest position that you and I hold are sons and daughters of God. There's not another position out there that should determine your value. The, the 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 position of a husband doesn't make you more valuable. The the position of a wife doesn't make you more valuable. The position of a boyfriend, a vision of position of a girlfriend, a position of a CEO that doesn't make the, your position as a son and daughter of God. That was the vision of God for us to be his sons and daughters. And through the victory of the man Christ Jesus Is what gate is what gives us eternal value. It 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 it, it reveals our original value. God always saw it as valuable, but the victory on the cross now gives us the opportunity to see our value again, and that's the beauty of the cross. That's the beauty of the life of Jesus. That His vision never changed, but the victory on the cross. Gave us an opportunity to see how valuable we always was. That's all I got, BD. All right.
0: Well, I'm gonna close this door really quick. So give me just a second.
1: I'll be. Oh yeah, BD. Back. We'll edit this out. What you guys are witnessing right now is BD being a dad. He should have locked the door. See, that's what he should have oh, done. He's coming back. Ain't got time for nobody else to be running up in here. Yeah, I told I was telling the people, BD, they're witnessing um, a mishap in fatherhood. See, as a father or as a man, you always lock doors while you're doing something. <laughs> and I know they're gonna feel rejection, but this is my protection. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so, so I got because this is where we're gonna put food on your table. So, so, but because they, they don't have no awareness, I think we as men, BD, we were created to hunt. Mm-hmm. See, BD, BD, we as men, Mm -hmm. we were made from the dirt, BD. That's right. The woman was pulled out of the man. Okay. That's why women don't mind, I mean, uh, naturally, don't mind being around their man. And it kind of confuses them when their man don't always want to be around them. And when their man wants to be in the dirt, not being dirty, but out there working. Right. And sometimes we have to help them find that balance of, you know, the door is closed not because we don't like it, it's because we're working. Make sure you're working behind those. Make, doors. <laughs> yeah, don't be don't be in, uh, the lights be off. Like, right. What you doing in there, boy? You better <laughs> make sure you're doing good work <laughs> behind closed work. doors. <laughs> if you're uh, not good, hey, that's only closed doors when you you're doing good work behind those doors. Exactly. If you a bad if you know you're a bad boy, a naughty boy, leave the door open.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. Clarify that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Everybody can't Coach just, Josh says I can Coach lock Johnson. my door. Then. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you go, nah, bro. All
0: right. Well, that's all we've got. Well, that's all we've got for that portion of the Good Guys Podcast. I hope that <clears> was a blessing <throat> and added some value to you guys. Um, hop in the comments and let us know uh, what really resonated with you from that segment. And what things that you will make sure that you do before you start dating again. All right. Um, We're going to go ahead and move into the next segment of the podcast, which is this week's this or that. Staying on the subject of dating. We've got a this or that. Mm -hmm. That is going to be um, relevant to dating. So we've got either you can have a upscale date or you can have a gully date this or that you have to choose okay you can take you can you know go to the go to the fancy steakhouse have a nice romantic date you know what i mean a, a romantic stroll downtown or get the one of the horses and carriages and something like that you know just an upscale fancy uh date or you can take her to that hood spot you know over on martin luther king boulevard they got some of the best food in town you know what i mean you know, it might not might be in a questionable, you know, environment might, you know, that it's safety might be an issue might might be a concern, but it's gully, you know, and you, you, hey, which one? Maybe you guys, you know, will vibe, you know, uh, off of that environment and, and just the intimacy of it. I don't know.
1: I'm going to start. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> IBD. Oh, I feel man. like I know which
0: one you're going to choose.
1: Ah, BD, but but you got to think about it. Okay. As a married man, okay. Post date activity is better than the activity of the date. <laughs> okay. So if if you want to keep that regular, <clears throat> it's kind of hard to get rid of those upscale dates, BD, <laughs> because men and women are built differently. Right. Like if you don't if you don't give your woman those if she don't if 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 you don't if you don't mm. give her something to get dressed for, mm. you ain't mm. gonna have your... jewels, nuggets. If you don't, ooh, if you don't give her something to dress up for, she won't have nothing to undress herself for. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: we dropping jewels.
1: So I'm getting rid of the gully dates, bro. <laughs> Get rid of
0: the gully
1: dates. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, please break down the gully dates. Let me, they let me. El- like closing <laughs> constable. Let me see if this gully date is Buster Douglas. Okay, let's see, let's see. Man, <laughs> them upscale restaurants got trash food, BD. They be having trash food. Man, bro. Me and my wife last was it last Valentine's Day or was it on her um No, it wasn't Valentine's Day, it was another it was another day. We went to this place um it was a steakhouse downtown Charlotte. Um man, Chimas. Mm, I've been there. Everybody was hyping up Chimas. I said, Bet, we going to Chimas. Now I saw the price, I said if I if I if I want some good post date activity, <laughs> right. I, I got I gotta pay the price. <laughs> if you if you,
0: gotta pay the price,
1: you gotta pay the price for something nice. <laughs> Let's keep going, mm. man, bro. Yes, it was great. I thought it was going to be good because who doesn't want unlimited steak? Who doesn't want unlimited shrimp, Bruh, We got there and I'm like, it's good. But not for the price, right? Cool, I'm get. But everything kind of tastes the same, greasy and oily. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, we could have got. I don't. We don't paid a hundred twenty something dollars for this. We could have had a better date going to getting a burger from Whole Foods, going or going somewhere gully. You know what I'm saying? Tell me what you would text me. What you want to order? Keep the car running. The doors locked. I'll be back if I make it back. You know what I'm saying? Cool. <laughs> but if, if I do make it back, we got good chicken. We got good macaroni and cheese i just think these upscale people are they know they know mm-hmm. they know that that we don't got to make good food that they they're going to come here because he wants her to undress later like right. he and i'm like bro like <clears throat> if i if i'm here make it worth my while now too because I hate going to a place where I paid a lot of money, and as <clears throat> soon as I eat the food, <clears throat> I'm thinking of five other places that I could've went back to back to back, and will only it will still be half the price of what I spent at this place, right. but it would have better food. But it's yep. something special about them gully places, BD. It is. Oh, man, I just wish women understood and see the beauty and everything
0: yeah it's just the difference between men and women i think i think we are more um we we are more tailored towards the practicality of a thing mm-hmm. and then you know uh women are more you know the 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 ambiance the the
1: experience man, i know. hate the word ambiance bro <laughs> i don't wanna so. I, I don't i, I want to be able to go into a place and know that the only thing i'm paying for is the food <laughs> that's the only thing i don't want to go into the place that i'm paying up charge for the ambiance right oh but we got these gold chandeliers so that'd be five dollars
0: mm-hmm.
1: so man honestly bro if i was a single man of course if I was just a dating man, I wasn't married. I was just dating. Yeah. Gully, gully. Mm-hmm. But. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully there will come a day. Mm. Where wives all over the world will understand the beauty. The greatness that comes from the gully places. Because, man, <clears throat> when I got married, it was a rude awakening, BD. <laughs> I never, I never paid attention to sanitation scores. <laughs> I never paid attention. Right. For real, bro. I never looked at a sanitation score. I look at sanitation scores like the scores in school. If it's above a 90, that's a... We <laughs> good. We good. That's <laughs> we an, good. an A. <laughs> that's an a. <laughs> I, I graded sanitation scores based on that. Now, if it's a... I, I never really seen a place in the 80s. But if I saw a 91, I was like, man, for me, back in the we day, that, that got me a trip to Chuck E. Cheese. Right. <laughs> <So> that, <laughs> that got me a second a second uh, plate for dinner.
0: Just joking. Right.
1: <clears throat> but with women, what's well, the sanitation score? I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 94, bro. <laughs> right. so, man. Well, go ahead, BD. What's yours, man? Um
0: yeah, Gully's got to go. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> gully days got to go, man. Man, bro. I ain't gonna break th- it down cuz I got to take my son Oh yeah, to his uh appointment, but Gully got to go, man. I mean, being being the good guys, being married, of course, I would rather go to the Gully place. But sometimes Like you said, J.E., that was the most poignant thing that you have said probably on this whole podcast. You got to give her something to dress up for so she can give you something to dress down for.
1: Mm -hmm. And what you have to understand, that's why you continue to date yourself even when married. So even when she don't want to go on those gully dates, you go on those gully dates by yourself. Hey, you got to do it. You got to do it just to make sense of life. But my uh, nugget of truth is simple, man. Mm -hmm. don't wait to get to know God as a father later. Get to know him as a father now. Because sometimes waiting later is waiting too late. That's all I got, BD. All right. Well,
0: that's all we've got for today. I hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast. If you did, hit the like button, smash it. I need likes guys. I need like a hundred likes. Can we do that? Is it possible? We have more than a hundred views. Can we get a hundred likes? Hit the like button. If you haven't done so already, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell so that you get post notifications, okay? Hop in the comments. Let us know when you go on a date, do you prefer a uh, upscale date or do you prefer a gully date? Hop in the comments and let us know, okay? other than that that's all we've got for today Uh, my name is brandon Dixon. i am a happily married man a humble father of four he is joshua ezi slim rev happily married as well we are the good guys podcast we are out